Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This is Jeff T. from the Club 520 Podcast. When it comes to your feet, eBay's got your back. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guaranteed, that means real experts are checking your sneakers. Every stitch, down to the sole. They even smell them because nothing says fresh like the scent of real kicks. So kick back and relax. From the drop to your doorstep, eBay doesn't play games with your sneaker game. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Visit ebay.com for terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What's up, everybody? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire, Thursday, December 17th. Thank you for making me a part of this glorious morning. We're close to Christmas. Yes, the programming schedule will include some podcasts next week, some podcasts the week of uh, New Year's Eve. Ain't nobody going out on New Year's Eve. I know you're going to be listening to the podcast. Um, At least I hope you're not going out. Hope everybody is doing well. COVID's getting ugly in this country. Football continues to plow on. I have a friend who listens to this podcast out here in LA, works in an ER. I won't say uh, what hospital, but he got vaccinated this week. Very excited for him. He got the paperwork and everything. He will have a second shot coming up. I myself hope to get vaccinated next month. Uh, we all know I'm an essential worker, uh, go, go doing radio, TV, podcasts, obviously essential. But uh, we got a great show ahead for you. 
Former NFL GM. He's built some major winners, folks. This guy, he's had the Midas touch everywhere he's gone. Scott McLuhan, he's had some ups and downs in his career. But all in all, I mean, there are some guys who know how to evaluate football talent, and he's one of them. You're going to love this interview. We talk a little bit about my Jets. Yes, I I see your tweets, guys. You don't want to hear about the Jets. You fast forward through it. There's only a little Trevor Lawrence Jets stuff in there. Um, uh, It's just a a great, great interview. And it's not about me. Listen to this guy and you'll learn something. So we'll get to that shortly. But I wanted to do the best bet right off the top. No, we're not diving into James Harden stuff. Uh, Preseason NBA. No thanks. I watched a little college basketball. I'm a couple buddies of mine have a college basketball model. I told them, get through a few weeks. I will start blindly betting what the machine says. So we're close to there. Um, But uh, I feel like I found an edge in Thursday night football. So let's get to the best bet. After the glorious Baltimore Ravens cover on Monday night football in what is affectionately referred to as the poop game from Lamar Jackson, best bet 53, 45, and 5, a robust 54%. And we talked about failure earlier this week on the podcast. 54% is winning in gambling, folks. Sports gambling. Um, So I'm not mad at it. 53, 45, and 5. And the best bet for Chargers Raiders. Kind of a difficult handicap here. Um, A lot of injuries popping up. We know the Chargers are out of the race. Backing Anthony Lynn has been bad for your health. Um, I do feel like this is a no-brainer. If you can get the three and a half with Anthony Lynn and Justin Herbert, you've got to take it. I cannot back the Raiders here. This is a beat-up team that is really struggling defensively. Uh, If you've looked at any injury reports this week, I'm sure you haven't, but that's what I'm here for. Um, The Raiders, Cleland Farrell has officially been ruled out of Thursday Night Football. Out. That's huge. This is a guy who uh, had two strip sacks against Sam Darnold a couple weeks ago in that Jets win. Cleveland Farrell, their best pass rushers out. Damon Arnett, cornerback, again, out, concussion. Jonathan Abram, the cornerback, he tried to come back last week. He got lit up like a Christmas tree um, by Phillip Rivers and the Colts. He is out. This is a beat-up Raiders team, folks. I don't think I would not advise backing. At three and a half, it's an autoplay for the Chargers, if you can get that. If you can get three, I still took the three as well. I took three and a half. And three. Now, the Chargers are, they have a couple issues of their own. Mike Williams, uh, a little banged up. The big one that concerns me is Keenan Allen banged up. He's questionable. I think he'll go. He's a gamer. This guy's tough. Um, Denzel Perryman, their linebacker, doubtful. That's not good against Josh Jacobs in the run. Um, Austin Eckler, questionable. And Nasir Adderley, who had a pretty big kick return, and I believe he had a pick last week and a very good performance from him. He's doubtful. We know historically doubtful means you're very, very, very unlikely to play. Um, I, the reason I'm back in the Chargers here, have you guys, do you remember what happened in their first meeting? I mean, if you look back at that first meeting between the Chargers and Vegas, uh, Chargers had that game locked up. They were in great shape knocking on the door at the four-yard line with two chances to win it. They had outplayed the Raiders for much of the game. And the first down pass, Mike Williams should have caught it for a touchdown, broken up. And then with one second left, it's ruled that the next play's ruled a touchdown. And then the refs went to look at it and it's ruled no touchdown. Um, so a tough beat for the Chargers in the earlier meeting. But folks, I mean, everything you look at from that game, the Chargers outplayed them. 
The Chargers had more yards, more first downs. I mean, the Chargers were the side in that game. Uh, Vegas did not look strong at all. This is not a, 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 a team you should be backing here. This Raiders team right now really slumping. And again, they got outplayed in the first meeting. I would stay far away from backing the Raiders as favorites right now. I took the Chargers, three and a half. Um, if it's only three, you take it. You don't feel as great as getting the hook. But just one quick reminder, Chargers special teams, very, very poor. Now, they did hit a game-winning field goal and had a big kick return last week. So uh, maybe some of that unlucky special teams play that we saw just kill them earlier this season, uh, specifically against the Patriots a couple weeks ago. Um, maybe they get some good luck back. The Honey Badger, a couple things bounce their way. I'm sorry. The Money Badger, uh, which is the funniest uh, nickname for a kicker. Um, The Money Badger. Maybe he can hit another game winner. So there's my pick. Let's get to the interview with Scott McLuhan, former GM in multiple NFL front offices. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on-and-off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their general tire, test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. 
Sage. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Toro Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say... I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome into Straight Fire uh, a guest who has spent a lot of time in some prominent front offices. Boy, this guy, his resume is pretty impressive. Uh, Packers, Seahawks, Niners. Uh, Well, I think we'll answer a lot of quarterback questions around the NFL. Scott McLuhan joining Straight Fire. Scott, how are you today, man? I'm doing excellent, partner. How you doing? Uh, you know, I'm good. I, boy, there is so much out there on the internet about you. Uh, as I was doing background for this, Scott, you've done everything in this league. Holy cow. I love the idea of building teams and building things. I once upon a time built a website and was able to sell it. And now I'm building up a podcast audience here. And Scott, I, I just want to start with uh, big, big, big picture stuff. What do you look for when you're building an organization? You know, you know what? It's, it's, it's a very good question, and it's a very important question. I think, as as a general manager, as an area scout, as a director, whatever, um, you know, it's about people. It's about people. Um, talent's talent, and that's easy to figure out. Very easy. Like like you said, I've been around the league twenty five plus years, and been top to bottom everything. It's the person. It's the individual. It's the passion. It's the understanding how to make the guy to your left, to your right better, not just yourself. It's not about ESPN. It's not about the highlight tape. It's about the person as an individual to drive themselves to go from good to great to great to special. And they're hard to find, but but they're out there. That's a, That sounds like an answer that uh, I would get if I were interviewing you for a job. That was well said. <laughs> uh, so, Scott, I want to back up here, and I also like to get people's backgrounds. And, you know, I read that your dad played in the NFL, your brother as well. And, you know, when I was growing up, you know, my dad worked at the government. You know, he'd come home from work. We'd sit at the dinner table. How was your day, Dad? Fine. You know, this is what happened at the government. Boring stuff. My dad does listen to this. But, Scott, (laughs) when you you have the dinner table at night, you know, you and your dad, I'm assuming we're talking a lot of NFL stuff and breaking down plays and defenses. And and just tell me what that's like as as a kid. You know what? Growing up, my dad traveled so much, it wasn't even funny. He took care of Mr. Davis, who was Al Davis. Um, he was gone two weeks, be home two days. Gone two weeks, home two days. He worked so hard, it wasn't even funny. But when we were able to talk on the phone at nighttime, he called, and I was able to talk to him. We talked football players through and through. And, you know, I was lucky to have an older brother, you know, you know played at CU, Colorado, you know, yeah. played in the NFL for four years. But, uh, you know, it, it was interesting because I didn't grow up like in a regular household where your dad's home every night. You mm. sit down and you talk about stuff. You talk on the phone. He's like, how'd you do today? Did you did you win? Did you lose? Did you get better? 
you know, and he was like, yeah, I got better, Dad. He's like, great. That's all I need to hear. And I said, how are you doing? He said, well, I'm in Virginia right now, or I'm in, you know, Florida right now. And he said, I'll be home soon, but I'm just working for Mr. Davis. It's very interesting. Very cool, but very interesting. And you're kind of following that path, moving around with different teams. Yep. I, I am curious, though. It looks like your your big sport was baseball growing up. That's where you excelled. You a lot of minor league baseball. Um, and I did a thing here on the podcast recently about the similarities between Kyler Murray, uh, baseball player, Russell Wilson, baseball player, Patrick <laughs> Mahomes, whose dad was a pro with the Mets. And I'm I'm just curious. You you played baseball. Your dad played football. Your brother played football. Can you see similarities between quarterbacks and the throwing motion for baseball? You know what? You, you can from the, the quickness of the release. You, you really can, especially like, like, like with Russell. You know, we did a lot of work, and I was in Seattle, John Snyder and myself, about him. You can see because it's, it's from ear to ball out. It's not wind up and go. Um, as a second baseman, you turn double play, you, you get the ball, you get the ball out. Boom, plain and simple. It's the same as the catcher. Catch it, boom, the ball's got to be out. This guy's stealing the base. Um, so there, there's something to it. Um, arm strength's arm strength. That's God-given. You know, size is God-given, whatever you want to, you know, deal with that stuff. But the release quickness with baseball is very, very evident with the shortstop, the second baseman, or a catcher. No doubt about it. And is there a reason you gravitated toward baseball over other sports? Or Yeah, I, I had a really bad knee injury. I was a, I was a much better baseball I mean football player than baseball player much better and had a serious thing when I was in eighth, eighth grade that really destroyed kind of my football career so I ended up playing baseball and I was lucky oh. enough and baseball is a great sport and great people and I was lucky enough to play minor league baseball with the Toronto Blue Jays it was a great organization and had a lot of fun with it. Um, so you get out of college you know and you you're gonna you're being a baseball player and then all of a sudden you get a call from. It looks like the Green Bay Packers in the in the uh, what early nineties <laughs> are saying, "Hey, do you want you want to jump into football?" And I, 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 talk me through that process. You know, you've spent years in baseball, and then all of a sudden, it's like football's calling you. And you, you know, you, I'm sure with the family history, it was an easy decision, but maybe it wasn't. You know what? It, it, it's a great question. Great question. I'm in Seattle at the time, getting ready to watch my brother play, and at that time, the Kingdom was closing. And they're playing at Husky Stadium. And I get a call from my dad that morning, and he's like, listen, Ron Wolf, who's general manager of, of, of the Packers, you know, just took the job, wants to hire you. And I'm like, Dad, I'm, I'm under contract. I'm with the Toronto Blue Jays. He's like, well, listen. He says, you have two opportunities here. One, you keep playing baseball. If you think you're good enough and get to the big leagues, and that's great. Two, you had the best boss and owner – slash whatever you want to call it, running the, the Packers, you know? And and he's like, if I was you, I would think about it very, very hard and then do what you want to do. And, you know, and I, I knew Ron a little bit, but not like my dad knew him with the Raiders and all those years they were yeah. together. But I'm like, you know what? My passion was football through and through. Um, and, and I called Toronto. I said, listen, guys, I'm retiring. And they're like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's it. <laughs> they're like, yeah, that's fine. So I was out, <laughs> you know, but then I, I took the job with Green Bay and, and, it, and it was incredible. 
yeah, the timing worked out kind of well for you there, huh? The Packers were, were a decent organization at the time. I mean, you hit the ground running there with guys who would go on to pretty incredible front office careers, right? Well, not just front office careers, but players, first mm-hmm. ballot Hall of Famers. I mean, I was so lucky. I mean, you got to figure my first four and a half years, because I, I started that one year halfway through it, I had uh, I went to two Super Bowls, won one, lost one. I'm like, this is easy. <laughs> this is cool, man. You yeah. know, because my dad's got three rings. I'm like, well, I already got two. You know, I went to Seattle and got the second one. But I was like, this is easy. And it was uh, – I realized, no, it's not that easy. <laughs> but, yeah, I was very lucky. Ted Thompson, you know, Alonzo Highsmith. I mean, all kinds of guys I, I, I dealt with. You know, John Schneider, John Dorsey. It was so cool. It was like a perfect storm. And the coaches, and you know, I think five of them end up being head coaches. It was like pure luck, you know, and just living it and being around it was amazing. This idea that it's luck—I I don't know about that. I mean, we—I I do like to talk about luck a lot. We all feel like we've gotten lucky, but you hit a fork in the road. Do you want to keep playing baseball or do you want to go to the NFL? And you know, you go to the NFL, and I mean, <laughs> you could call it luck, but geez, that organization was stacked and. Um, I, I want to specifically talk about one player, um, Brett Favre, uh, okay. because I, I, I asked around besides reading, I asked around people I know around the league and by and large, everybody said, you got to ask them about Baker Mayfield and Brett Favre and the similarities, because <laughs> I'm told, and you can push back and say, Jason, you're wrong. You got no idea what you're talking about is that you were the driving force behind the Browns taking Baker Mayfield. And I guess the name you kept bringing up was this is Brett Favre reincarnating. You know, thing is, I would never take credit for it. And he's going to be a really, really, really good player. And he, he's proven he can be And what he did his rookie year and what he's doing now with adversity and going forward. But John Dorsey made the pick through and through, through and through. Um, but you know what? The similarities are toughness, competitiveness, instincts. It's, it's, it's you know, I make a mistake. Okay, everybody's going to yell at you. Everybody's going to tell you you're wrong. I seen I seen Holmgren on the sideline wanting to punch Brett in the face because he threw a pick, but then he comes back the next play and throws the same freaking pass. And it's a touchdown, <laughs> you know. So I mean, it, it's 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 unique qualities that they're not scared. They're professionals and they're good at what they do. Very very good at what they do, but they're not nervous about making a mistake, you know. And it's, it drives you nuts at times, and there's times I'm watching tape, on, on, you know, on Baker, and I'm like, Baker, why'd you throw that? And then I watch the next play, and I'm like, okay, why'd you throw that? But that's a touchdown, you know? Okay, cool, <laughs> you know. So I mean, it's it's unique. It's it's, it's just an, an NFL quarterback factor that you can't teach, you can't ingrain in anybody. They just have it or they don't have it. So okay, so that I want to drill down on that. So. You're saying they just have it or don't, but it's got to come from somewhere. Does it come from maybe their upbringing, uh, maybe something with them in youth sports growing up? or I don't know. It has to come from somewhere, right? Because it seems like a trait that you've got to have at quarterback. You can't let this stuff rattle you. Um, And it seems like, you know, listen, I'm a Jets fan. Um, Sam Darnold, you've just never seen that confidence, that supreme, I don't give a fuck. I'm still going to come at you if I've thrown three picks, you know? Yeah, no, no, no. You're right. I'm telling you, and I've evaluated thousands of players over my career, thousands. And it's 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 instincts. It's God given. You can't teach it. You can't teach a guy to be tough. 
you can't teach a guy to take a punch. You can't teach a guy to freaking attack around contact and go through, you know, go through the, the whole hit. You can't do it. It's God given. Mm-hmm. And it's any position, but especially quarterback, yeah. Brett Favre's aren't built. I mean, if, if they were, then you'd see so many mm-hmm. great players out there at quarterback. It's not even funny. Baker Mayfield's not saying he's Brett, not even close to Brett yet, yet. But they're, they're, it's God-given. I mean, you know, I mean, I watch offensive players, defensive players, special teams players every day. And, and, and you, you see things on tape and you see things in your mind. They're like, okay, how do you do that? Well, it's, it's instincts. No one coached them to do that because you can't. I mean, I could sit here and tell you, listen, you, I want you to be tough. I want you to be tough. I talk to Frank Gore every freaking week. Frank, how you doing today? He said, I'm working my, my tail off, man. Just busting my ass doing what I do. I'm like, who taught you that? <laughs> Nobody. My son's going to have the same thing. I just, it's God given. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, all right. <laughs> I appreciate hearing that. Justin Smith, talk to him. You, you know, I mean, I, I go with names and names and names and names, but it's a funny thing. It's not about. As they say, the X's knows it's the Jimmy's and the Joes. It's about the <laughs> football player. And that's a dead ass truth. I'm telling you, it's a truth through and through. And I respect the living crud out of it because you find that and you're around that, you feel it. And it's so freaking cool, man. Frank Gore, he made me a better person, not just as because I drafted him and because he's going to be a Hall of Famer and all that. Because of the person he is and what he brings to the society and the people around him and younger players and that kind of stuff. It's so freaking cool. And, and Scott, how do you find that? I mean, I know the, the draft is an inexact science and people love to say, oh, this guy whiffed and he, this guy's a bust. But you guys put in the, the time, the energy, the effort. You've got multiple people scouting these kids. Is there any way or what's the best way to find that, those instincts, the toughness, the competitiveness? You know what? I'll, you know, Frank's Frank and Frank's phenomenal and everybody knows that and everybody respects him and loves him. I'll tell you the exact story. Alex Smith, my first year, mm. same draft as Frank. By, by, I took Alex number one overall. And of course, everybody says, well, you should take an Aaron Rodgers. I, I understand that, but whatever. I totally disagree. To this day, I still talk to Alex because, you know what? He had mom and dad, sold his all get out. Dad was the high school coach and the principal of the high school. Um, played with, you know, good football players in Helix High School in down San Diego, which is, you know, as you're well aware, legit football. And I asked him, I asked him one question, you know, and I'll never forget this. And I said, what will make you make me draft you? He says, Scott, I don't know. But what you see today, you'll see in 10 years from now. I'm like, wow. And I could tell you why I asked the other guy and what he told me. He told me that. He says, what you see now is what you're going to have every single day. I don't need you to be a superstar partner. I told him that. I said, you're not going to be, and you come in the bad team, you have the first pick in the draft. <laughs> Which is the reason why I got the first pick in the draft. And I just got hired, and I'm 34 years old, and I'm going to, you know, I'm sure struggle and do with all that kind of crud. But if you hang with me and you believe in me, then I'll believe in you, Lisa Scott. There'll be no question. To this day, partner, 
he still calls me and texts me. He says, I wow. still believe in you. I want you around. You made me, and I made you. And I said, I appreciate it, Alex. I appreciate it so much, dude. You know, he, what he went through was so hard. Yeah. You know? That, and that, that toughness that you just talk about has been on display with him, I mean, oh, over yeah. the last, what, two and a half years? Yep. Yep. yep, yep. And, and the thing about it is, back in, you know, I drafted him, you know, in 05. And, and it was it was so much he had to go through just with our team alone. And, you know, I had to fire a coach. I had to hire a coach. I had to do all that stuff. And he just stayed in there. And mm. I'm telling you, and I have some really good players I drafted, you know, from the Patrick Willis, you know, Frank Gores, all them cats. The one guy they bring up every time is Alex Smith. One guy. They're like, that's the best pick you made. I'm well, like, it, it, yeah, uh, it's interesting. It leads to the Rogers question, but not. I don't think this is the question you're expecting. I'm wondering. <laughs> it's not just that you guys didn't take him, but what? 19 other teams passed on Rogers. Did, and my question is, did you ask Aaron Rodgers the same "What will make you think that I should draft you?" question that you asked Alex Smith? Yes. Yes. Oh, do you and remember what go, Rogers I said? Go, I could go into it. I'm not gonna. Oh, okay. Um, I'll just let you know this. Mike McCarthy, well, I'm not going to get into it. But, yes, I did, and it was a totally different answer. And uh, and I made the right pick, in my opinion. You know, now, Aaron's phenomenal player, first ballot Hall of Famer, MVP probably this year. That's great. But uh, for the situation I was in at the time, Alex Smith was a perfect choice. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah, and you built that basically that team that Jim Harbaugh uh, won with and went to – uh, the Super Bowl, uh, the ra- the game against the Ravens. No doubt, a lot of good people around me, a lot of good coaches, the whole package. You know, hey, you know how it works. But uh, yeah, no, no, I, I was I was lucky. I, I I had good draft picks. I hit on a lot of them, which is awesome because it's hard to do. And I identified the person, not so much the player. And that's when you start doing that. That's when you start rolling. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. 
<sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The person over player would be your kind of overriding theme heading into the heading into the draft when you're analyzing prospects. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. And, and oh. the thing that's unique about me now, we're in my scouting service. I'm not face to face with coaches. I'm not face to face with players. And I I tell everybody that hires me from the from the team wise or from an agent wise. The one had my service. I said, "Listen, guys. I said I could tell you talent. That's simple. My wife can sit next to me and watch a game. He scored three touchdowns. He's a good player. Yeah. <laughs> but identify the individual. That's when you succeed. That's what we did in San Fran. That's what we did in Seattle, where we nailed it. Was the mid round guys. You know, yeah. not superstar, but not but not, but not the reject either. But also known, this guy's football." Through and through, you find through and through in football players, you got something, you know. Yeah. And Frank Gore's not the biggest, not the fastest, not the strongest. Never gonna be, never has been, never will be. But you know what? He cries after games when he loses. He cries when you see an adult cry in the locker room that just gave his heart and soul. It proves to you that's what you want to find. That's yeah. where it's at. If you find enough of those guys, I don't care. Like I told you. You know, yeah, blues and reds in the NFL mean the blues are like, you know, perennial pro bowlers. You okay. know, you, you might, might have two or three of them if you're lucky. Reds, you know, they're, they're you're going to have probably you know, hopefully five to 15 of those guys. But purples, you, you throw the purple guy in there and it's just like, okay, well, it's Paris Harrelson. It's the Sean Goldson. You know, it's guys you drafted in the fifth round, sixth mm-hmm. round, seventh round. But you know what? They're football players, and, and, and that's all that matters to them, you know? And they're good guys off the field. They're good guys on the field. But there's tough sons of guns, and they just get after your ass, and it's perfect. 
we haven't talked about the Washington. They, I can call them the Redskins. You were there when they were the Redskins. And you were there when RG3 popped. Now, I'll, I'll, I don't remember when exactly you arrived in D.C., but you were there for the RG3 Kirk Cousins thing. And, I'm, I, you know, listen, Scott, when RG3 had that rookie year, well, this guy looks like the next big superstar. Um, and it kind of unraveled. What do you remember from your time in Washington with RG3 who went from, hey, man, Andrew Luck's the best quarterback in this draft to, oh, geez, is it maybe RG3 to uh, it's not RG3? Well, it, it, it's funny you ask that question because I was I was with Seattle. We went there, and when he got the he playoff up, game, yeah. yeah, completely getting hurt was was that game. RG three, Robert Griffin, love him to death. Very good person, very good football player. Um, walked in, you know, Jay was the head coach, you know, Gruden, and uh, had to identify what's best for this organization, you know, and. And it went through the whole offseason, OTAs, minicamp, the whole package, you know, training camp. And Kirk won the job, plain and simple, plain and simple. And it's nothing against Robert, nothing yeah. at all. Um, I think he lost a little bit of his talent level from the standpoint of having the knee again, um, which was a big part of his game. Um, but as a person – and as a quality individual, I was totally with him, 100%. And Kirk just won the job. Kirk, plain and simple, won the job. I bring up RG3 because we're seeing a couple uh, quarterbacks, not necessarily running quarterbacks, but Lamar Jackson won the MVP last year. Oh. Kind of, sort of, has been figured out a little bit this year. And oh. then Kyler Murray, who uh, burst on the scene last year, surprising rookie year. Awesome start to this year, and they've kind of figured him out in recent weeks. Um, I'm just curious. You you chuckle at figured him out, but where are you on some of the uh, the, the mobile quarterbacks um, as opposed to the traditional pocket passers? I am I'm I'm totally with athleticism at any position, any position. Um, also understand what this league was built with and what's won in this league, and few and far between. Or mobile quarterbacks, it's pocket passers with a good offensive line, tight end, running game, special teams, and you're good to go. Um, and <laughs> you that'll didn't mention receivers. <laughs> well, yeah, they, they, I was I was in Seattle. We had average receivers. We won. We yeah. beat the heck out of the Broncos like it was nothing. Yeah. We had yeah. no. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can say, well, you had so and so. You had Percy Harvin. Well, yeah, he he ran back a kickoff. He wasn't a receiver for us, you know. But we had a hell of a defense. We had damn good special teams. We had a heck of a coaching staff and a, and a dang smart quarterback. And, and, and that's what that's all it takes. And, and it's, people want to make it so freaking hard. It's not that hard. It's not that hard at all. It's the fact that just understand who you are and what you are and then build to your strengths and stay away from your weaknesses. You know? And, well, I mean, you make it sound easy, like who you are, what you are. Uh, listen, Scott, I've been a New York Jets fan for almost three, <laughs> de three decades. There is no identity. We had Randy Mueller on, former executive with the Dolphins, last week. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, you think of the Steelers, you know that's a tough franchise. They're going to win in the trenches. Yep. And I, I just don't know what the Jets' identity is. And I, and I sorry to fast forward to the Jets here. But I know that you were in uh, Philly with Joe Douglas, and he's now running the Jets, uh, the Jets front office. And I got to say, Scott, like, how the hell do you fix this <laughs> un, uh, this winless 
broken franchise with, and I'm not going to trash the owner because who knows, you may be working for him in six months for all I know. <laughs> but uh, the Jets have lacked an identity. Bill Belichick in their division has an identity for the Patriots. Um, what do the Jets do? What do you do if you're the Jets? You know what? Thing is, hands down, Joe D is the perfect guy. Perfect guy. He's been around Ozzy Newsom. Um, he's been around really good personnel people and been around success. And that's how you identify it, first of all. You get taught by somebody, but you see it face-to-face. You see it eye-to-eye. And that's when you start building stuff. I was lucky to be with Green Bay. I was lucky to be born a Raider and be around my dad all those years and all the Super Bowls and all the success they had. Because then you feel it. Then you feel it. Then you get it. Um, Adam Gase, I respect a lot. He was with me when I was in San Fran. And March brought him in when March was our OC. And it didn't work out, of course, for March. But he is not the detriment. But he has to make sure the quarterback plays better. He has to. He has to. And he means well, I'm telling you. I don't know if you met him. I don't know if you sat down face-to-face and talked to him. He means well. And Frank Gore tells me that quarterback, Darnold, he said he's the real deal. You like Alex Smith? You're going to like this guy even more. I'm like, oh. really? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. He's like, Scott, believe me. And I said, Frank, you never lied to me. And he said, no, I don't lie to you. I have no reason to lie to you. This son of a gun is our guy. If you want a guy, he's our guy. And I'm like, okay, well, what's our guy? And he's like, well, I'm coming with you. I'm retiring, so I'm coming with you. I'm like, no, come <laughs> on, buddy. No, you're not going to be a scout. You're not going to do any of that. But he swears by Darnold. He swears by Gates. He just said there's just no talent here. But Joe Douglas, you give him time, you're fine. You're fine. Huh. I promise you. All right. Well, l- let me ask you this. Now, you have your own scouting service. Um, yep. And I don't. I'm not asking you to give away a ton, but if I throw a couple names at you, for co- college football players, are you willing to offer any thoughts on them? Uh, I mean, obviously, oh, yeah. I'll start with Trevor Lawrence. Um, you know, what what are we Stud. getting here if if he goes to the Jets? Trevor Lawrence, stud, stud. You know what? He uh, he's not going to wow you, kind of like a Peyton Manning athletically. Okay, but stud, you can make every throw. And reason why he's only lost one game in three years of college football is because he's the leader. He foresees. And he attacks, and he gets it done. Uh, done. I mean, it's impressive. You go back to his high school tape. Go back to his record in high school. I mean, it's just amazing. Winners are winners. Right. You know, I'm saying you, you can't build them. They either do or they don't. You know, I'm sitting here watching Tua right now. Tua's a winner. You know, and is he flashy? Is he sexy guy? No. But you know what? He finds a way to get a W. And when it's said and done, that's all that matters. All right, so you mentioned Tua. Let me just quickly divert and ask you. Um, he's down his top tight end. Looks like Gisicki's out this week. He's down Parker. Jakeem Grant is hurt. Um, I got to be honest. He's going up against Belichick this week, Scott. We know Belichick eats rookie quarterbacks for breakfast. <laughs> um, it, this is a bad spot for Tua, is it not? Well, no, it, it, it's possibly a bad spot, but it's also a spot to prove himself. Yeah, you know what I'm okay. saying, and and that's what you look for. You, you like it's gonna be tough. Damn good coach, maybe the best coach ever. Who knows? Defensive minded guy is gonna get after you. Is gonna send shit at you you never seen before. But how do you respond to it? Mm. That will prove who you're gonna be going forward. And that's what makes a good quarterback. That makes a good player any position. Get challenged and see how you respond. 
All right, back to the college players. Let me go to BYU's quarterback, Zach Wilson. Two years ago, not on the NFL prospects. Um, right now, Zach Wilson looks like he's probably a first-round pick. Scott, am I am I going overboard here? No, you're not going overboard. You know, the thing about it is you got to figure there's – Average-wise, it's going to be three to four, maybe five go in the first round. You know, usually three to four. And personally, my opinion right now, he'd be the fourth. Um, good player. Smart player. Um, so I'm, let me assume, uh, I, I, at the risk of assuming, Lawrence, Fields, Lance, yep. and then Wills. Okay, all right. Yep, yep, 100% accurate. I, I just, I, I, when I look at Wilson, I, maybe it's I haven't seen enough of him. But the guy that popped into my head, Deshaun Watson, for some reason, I, I just I like what I see in this kid. Yeah, you know what? He again, he, he, he's a part of the system, and and I give him respect for that. And you know, not knocking BYU and the older yeah. players and all that stuff, but he uh, he's in the right right storm right now from the standpoint of just understanding how to play and what to play, and what he's got in front of him on the offensive line to take care of in the running game. Um, but no, he's got talent. He seems, you know, like again, I don't know him personally. He seems like a really good kid. Um, and I pull for those guys. Yeah. I, 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 I try to find the positives, not the negatives. And he, uh, he definitely has positives. He can throw the credit of the ball. Um, he's won, you know, again, yeah. winning is winning, man. As a quarterback, you touch the ball every freaking snap, you know, on offense, you got something going for you. And that's so cool because it's hard uh, to find. A couple, two, two more players. Uh, one guy who's working out out here in L.A., Micah Parsons, linebacker from Penn State. Now, he Love did him. opt out. I'm curious where GMs will stand on if you opt out. I saw some, you know, idiotic takes back in August. Well, how what's his commitment to football? You know, like, sure. <laughs> which is, to me is asinine. I don't know. Maybe you agree with that. No, I, I totally okay. disagree. You know what? What more can he prove? You know, right. honestly. And, you know, a guy's got to make a living. The guy's got to take care of his family, you know, not just immediate family, but his family for the future. He, the guy's a damn good football player. And I drafted linebackers in the first round, and I've seen stuff, and this guy is legit. And, okay. you know what I'm saying, for them to question his football integrity, watch the tape. Yeah. How, how about you question your integrity or the one that's questioning his integrity because watch who you drafted. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't challenge a football player to a football player. Because if you're not a football guy, then you're not a football guy. They question you as much as you question them. And if you say to this guy, why'd you opt out? Well, millions of dollars and family. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and sense. Do I, I'm old school partner, and I'm through and through with football players being football players. And But totally, with Micah, totally understand why he opted out. What else can uh, he do? Yeah, Have another no, one with any tackles? <laughs> okay, uh, great, dude. Yeah. Frank Gore, go back. Get hit another 350 times running the football. Okay, and then come to the NFL. It's going to take two or three years off your career, but that's fine. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, no. I mean, the guy's a legit player. Guy's a legit player. Alabama receiver, you're buying stock in more. Devonta Smith or Jalen Waddle? Smith, hands down. Huh. Hands down. I would. Ag- I would agree. And now Waddle's coming off the injury, which stinks. Um, awful, awful. Yeah. I watched all the tape last year. I watched all the tape this year. I've, I've scouted all of them. I've been through the whole package. I gave Smith last year, and everybody laughed at me because he said he's 170 pounds. I gave him a first-round grade last year. Wow. And I said, if he, if he comes out, 
this son of a gun, he, he deserves to be in the first round. I said, not because of size. Now, I understand he's skinny ankles, skinny wrists, 175 pounds. Whatever. I said, this son of a bitch is Stephen Smith. You know? Oh, he's, from the Panthers. Okay. Yeah. This son of a bitch, he is competitive beyond his size. I promise you. And this guy can fly. This guy can change the game on one play. You know, Waddle's the same way. Don't get me wrong from the standpoint of changing the game. But go back and look at, you know, Devontae's numbers in the games he shows up in. LSU, okay? You know, I mean, big-time game. Big-time game. Who takes over? Him. LSU beats him, but still, he takes over. He's not afraid of the big moment. And if you watch him this year, just watch him when the play's over. And watch when the guys try to mess with him. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> how he responds to him. You know, they what I'm tried saying? to tweak his ankle. It looked messed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's 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 it, the guys uh, guys legit. I mean, uh, I, and, and, and I wish he was bigger. And yeah. you worry about durability. You have to because it's a big man's game. I get all that stuff. But a son of a gun is a good football player. Like I said, I've done this a long time. He's one of the best players I've ever seen. He reminds me of Peter Ward Ooh. coming out of Florida State. I don't know if you yeah. remember that. Oh, of course. Fun. Yeah. Dude, he, 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 didn't he almost win the Heisman? I think yes. Mike Vick got it that year. Yeah. Yes. But, uh, it's the best grade I ever gave a guy, Peter Ward. Peter Ward? Wow. So, so Jamar Chase is behind Devonta Smith for you, the LSU no, receiver? No, 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 okay. no, no, no. I didn't say that. Okay. All right. Just making sure. <laughs> Just, all right. I'll get you out of here on this one, Scott. Um, Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert, you know, you mentioned two where you love them. Yep. A, were you surprised by how well each of them has done this year? And, you know, it's early, but who's you? And this is a tough one because we don't know who the next Chargers coach is going to be. Maybe the Bengals change coaches. But who do you think has ends up having a better career? Okay, well, I'll tell you this. I gave Justin the best grade. I gave Burrow the second best grade and gave two of the third best grade. Um, now, again, I've been in situations where I had to draft a guy number one overall or I've been in a situation where we took a guy in the third round and have to come in and play. Now, a lot depends on the system, the coaching, you know, and, and the talent around him. But I think Justin Herbert's been incredible. For a team that really doesn't have a running game, you know, they, they lost him back early. He came back now, of course. But for him to be mentally that quick, but you knew that when everybody, you know, well, he's from, you know, UG. He, he, he lives in a bubble. He's this and that. His parents <laughs> are really good people. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's the same thing with Alex, you know, and, 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 and totally different rookie years, totally different. Yeah. You know, we, we struggle, struggle, struggle to 49ers. But Herbert stepped up right away. I mean, he got told, listen, you gotta, you're got you going to start, <laughs> you know, yeah. two minutes from now. you got to go out there and take a snap. <laughs> he's like, wow. But maturity-wise, he's so good. And, and Burrow's the same way. You, you can't go from Ohio State to Baton Rouge and become a captain and be a leader when you don't live in that area if you make if you understand what i'm saying yeah i mean it's geographically it's totally different midwest and southeast totally different <laughs> all right scott McLuhan, oh, ladies and gentlemen scott uh you know tell us a little bit about the recruiting service i don't know do you see yourself going back to an nfl front office you know what um had multiple calls recently um <laughs> i have some really good friends that have been and will be gms again um that i'll help out for sure 
I don't foresee myself going back into an office. Um, I have five kids. I have three of my own and I have two stepchildren and a lot of work, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, uh, which is great. And I love helping my, my, my guys out. And it's all Packer guys. It's, it's all Seattle guys. You know what I'm saying? It's really good people that are really good persons. And like I told you with football players, man, that's what it's about. You know, you identify what they have and they don't have, but then address what they can do and then take care of it. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's it. I'm telling you, partner, it's a simple game. It's not hard. I mean, it's been played for hundreds of years. I mean, whatever it is, 80 years, I don't know. But, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It's the same. It's yeah. Run the ball, you know, in the winter time, play good defense and play good special teams. And you're fine. You're fine. You're gonna you're gonna win more than you lose, and that's. I mean, I I I've been lucky to be around a long time, but I've seen guys that aren't smart that be able to identify that and win games and win Super Bowls, and I see guys that are really smart that talk themselves out of it, mm. and just like, okay, why the seven step drop? Why the five step? Why why when they're you know they're blitzing every freaking snap? Well, that's my system. Okay, well, your system's got to change. The game's <laughs> changed. The generations have changed. The players have changed. You don't have your 275-pound defensive end. You have your 245-pound defensive end. It's coming off the edge, blitzing your ass, coming after you hard, you know? And it's like, well, seven-step drops what we do. I'm like, okay, well, you're going to get your guy hurt. Yeah, we got hurt. <laughs> it's like yeah. that. <laughs> All right, good stuff, Scott McLuhan. <laughs> Enjoy that Colorado winter, Scott. <laughs> I'll, I'll try, buddy. Very All good right, talk take it you. easy. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.